If kids say the darndest things, why am I the one who's always getting in trouble for it? Trigger alert! Today's episode includes foul language, adult concepts, and all the rest of that, so consider yourself warned. This is Donna Shannon, also known as Donna Coyote. Welcome again to Coyote Tales, where I get to regale you with wonderful stories from my checkered past. And today, I want to tell you just a little bit more about my kids. They're all grown now, but I was a teen mom, so I got pregnant and married, yes, in that order, when I was 17. So my oldest son was born when I was 18. Anyways, we'll unpack all of that later. But one of the things I dealt with as a mom, and I'm sure many of you other mothers out there can relate to this, is, you know, kids can have like that cute little lisp, or they're just not quite saying words right. And it's like, oh, so endearing. Um, Not so much with my kids. They kept getting me into trouble. So case in point, my daughter, Jasmine, was actually the second child born. Uh, She had a little bit worse than James, the firstborn. And we were over at my in-law's house one day, and she looks out the window, and she starts jumping up and down on the couch, all excited, and then suddenly yells across the room, dumb fuck, dumb fuck, outside. And we look, and it's like, is she just an incredibly astute judge of character? What's going on here? And my mother-in-law at the time is just giving me the evil eye stare and arms crossed. It is like, what are you teaching your child? And I look out the window and I go, dump truck. There's a dump truck outside. So yeah, my kids are kind of following naturally into this rhythm pattern. But the one that was the most dangerous, the one that almost got me and my uh, first husband killed, James did to us. So it was a summer day. It was probably like 4th of July or something like that. It's a huge patriotic kind of holiday that's also just hot as balls. And we're cruising down Colfax in the middle of the day in our beat up piece of shit car, right? Because, of course, we're teen parents. We have pieces of shit cars. And it didn't have any air conditioning. It had actually a 470 air conditioning system. If you don't know what a 470 air conditioning is, it's you've got all four windows rolled down and you're going 70 miles an hour. That's what we had going for us. So Colfax, if you don't know what that is, it's a huge avenue that runs right through Denver. It goes from the far west side of town all the way up into the mountains, all the way out through Saudi Aurora, which is on like the east side of town. It's like two hours to drive the whole thing, right? So it's a huge cruising strip. Even during the day, and especially on a big holiday, you'll see a lot of bikers out on this. And I don't mean bicyclists with their helmets. No. We are talking about the Harley variety kind of motorcyclists. Like the kind of motorcyclists who like to wear colors and no helmets and long hair. And they've got their big loud motorcycles. And especially on a patriotic holiday like 4th of July, they have their American flags flying proudly behind them. And my son sees these. And we pull up to a stoplight. We've got all the windows down. And he sees this huge gang of motorcycles pull up next to us. 
And all of a sudden, from the back seat, we hear, loud as hell, clear as day, fags, big fags on bikes. And we're like, oh my God, because he's not saying what you think he's saying. He's saying flags, but he can't pronounce it. And all those bikers heard it, though, and they heard it exactly the way you just heard it now. And uh, they were not cringing, and they were not going, oh, you're hurting my feelings. No, dears. This was like in 1989 when bikers were bikers, those colors were real, and that flag was a statement. So they're glaring over at us. And my husband, Eric, he's like caught between... Do I melt into this seat and just hope I die before they beat the crap out of me? Or do I try to explain this, that my son has a cute little speech impediment and he's not really making judgments on your sexual character at all because we are all certain that you are very virile males who enjoy heterosexual sex. There's no way that uh, he's making this judge on your character. I think... He was going to try to explain that. He definitely was going to try to explain it if we got chased down. Fortunately, the light changed. They headed on their merry way. I guess they had beer or meth or something that was more important than us at the time. And uh, we lived another day. So, yeah, not always that cute. And then as my kids got a little bit older, they did not stop embarrassing me. And not unlike the normal ways that you would think a kid would embarrass you. So after my divorce, uh, I'm at our, our apartment and the kids decide to play hide and seek. Now they're older, okay? So I've got the three kids now. James is probably like 10 or 11. Jasmine's probably 9 or 10. And, and Malcolm's a couple of years younger than that. And so they're playing hide and seek and they're going in closets and stuff like this. And then all of a sudden... James comes walking out of my closet with this weird, weird look on his face. And he goes, Mom, why do you have a rubber penis in the closet? I'm like, um, well, uh, shut up and give that to me. Just, you did not say that. That does not exist. No, you did not find that. That is not what you think it is. And then... Of course, they leech onto this concept, like, because uh, <laughs> what do we have to go do next? We have to go to the grocery store. I've got, got to do, like, normal mom things that day. And um, they know I don't want to answer this question. So all the way through the grocery store, up and down the aisles, in the perfect sing-song voice that only elementary school kids can get, Mom, why do you have a rubber penis in the closet? Mom, why do you have a rubber penis in the closet? And I honestly don't know what any of the patrons of the you know, grocery store were thinking at that time because I was just like in a blackout fog. All I could hear was those echoes in my mind going, why do you have a rubber penis in the closet? And it was just like, I can't wait until I get home and have a drink over this. So that's my kids. You can tell I'm raising fine, upstanding citizens.
Well, my kids did actually manage to survive growing up in spite of, like, my best efforts. But they're all grown up now. And I am celebrating today because it's a monumentous day. Our, uh, ours, my oldest child, James, moved out of the house today. And that sounds like a normal milestone for most people, but you got to understand this. James is 33 years old. Yep, I did the typical thing. I let my millennial kids move back in with me. So far, Jasmine hasn't done this. Malcolm did it once for a very short period. Uh, But for James this time around, Ryan was very, very accommodating and very nice. And we let James stay with us for a year and we didn't even charge him rent. He was coming out of a bad relationship situation. Um... We went in without a lease. We didn't know how long this was going to last. Don't get me wrong. I love you, James, and this is not against you, but I am very glad that you are out on your own once again. But as Ryan and I were cleaning up the room today, I kind of realized something. I think what we need to do is we got to change the energy of our house a little bit. We need to reaffirm our dominance over our domicile. And I figured out how to do this. And you know what I think is even best? I think I figured out a way to deter adult children or my dad or my stepmom or anybody else from moving back in with us again. Oh, this is gonna a brilliant plan. I love this. I can't wait to put it into play. You wanna know how it works? I think what we need to do is we need to fuck in every room in our house. Yeah. Let's get some positive vibes going, so to speak. And yeah, especially these rooms where like people have been staying as guests or long-term guests, things that last for months and stuff. Yeah, we need to get our positive vibes and energies. We are the king and the queen of the castle, and we are going to claim first night on every room in the house. Not only is this fun, but here's the other thing too. Why does this work to keep people away? So the next time any one of my children go, hey, mom, can I stay with you for a while? I can always come back and go, "Uh, yeah, you know, but we fucked in that room. Yeah, that's our fuck room now, because if we do it on these sheets, we don't have to change them as often and we don't have to worry about wet spots in our own bed. Uh, Not to mention we can keep all the kinky crap in here. We don't have to worry about, you know, packing things away. It's just out. You know, the sex swing is working. We finally have it tweaked in. And let me tell you something, trying to uh, set up a sex swing for people of our size, that inquire, it's got some engineering involved here, right? Taking it down is not a minor feat. And yeah, they'll go like, ew, they will never not have the image of me and Ryan going at it like rabbits or rabid weasels in every room of this house. Oh, you want to try the bedroom in the basement? Yeah, don't worry about all those vanilla scented candles down there because that's where we go anal and it helps with the smell. So yeah, uh, oh, if you clean it up yourself, you can probably stay there. Yeah, I, I think that's worth the free rent, don't you? I think this will work on my dad too, but I don't think I'm gonna mention the anal stuff in front of my dad. I think that would just be a little bit horrifying for everybody involved. All right, that's all that I've got for you today. A helpful life tip 
to get your millennial kids to not move in with you or to move out sooner, because <laughs> who needs that middle image? Uh, if you like what we're doing, go ahead. As my producer always reminds me, hit us a like or give us a comment or give us a follow. If you don't like what I'm doing, you know, keep that to yourself. Just be kind because the world needs more kindness and love. Till later.